Hey guys, welcome to the Seeking with me, Fabiola. I can't believe this is the start of season three. Honestly, when I started this podcast, um, never in a million years I would have thought that I'll be um right now recording season three. So season one was talking about topics such as faith, anxiety, depression, waiting on the right person. Season two was discussing things such as anxiety, um, waiting, um, a season of being uncomfortable. And I was asking God, what can season three be about? And for me, personally, this this chapter that I'm going to be discussing in season three. So season three, we're going to be we're going to be diving into the books from the Bible. We're going to be diving in through the book of Daniel, the book of Job, the book of Ruth, the book of the book of you know the stories of Paul, Psalms, Proverbs, what the chronicles mean. Everything. We're going to be digging deep into characters that have somehow shaped and formed our trust and our hope and how they deal with things from the world, how they deal with pressure when the fire's been turned on, how do they deal with, you know, not getting what they want, waiting, you know, how did these characters turn their faith and hope in Christ? So today, the first episode of season three, we're going to be analysing the book of Daniel, which the major topic is about faith. And my first question for you before I commence my prayers and start going deep into the word in the book of Daniel chapter three is when was there a time when you felt peer pressure by someone to do something? Was it at school? When you were young and someone was like, you know, come and join me, let's go to this event or go here. If you don't go, you're not cool enough. Or was it a time at work when they invited you for drinks at the pub or to go night clubbing? Or, or when was the time when you felt pressure that if you didn't do something, you weren't going to fit in? So I am I'm, I'm excited about this, Lord. I'm excited to go deep and look into Daniel, especially chapter three with the three kids. The three kids that no matter what the world around them said, you must obey down, kneel down to this gold statue. They said no because our help, our faith, our strength comes from God, who we know. It does not come from an idol. It does not come from a statue. It does not come from false gods. It comes from God. So my your homework for you is to read chapter one and two. But in the previous chapter, we found out that he wanted to learn about the dream. However, this chapter to me highlights the word faith, the word courage, the word conviction and commitment. But before I start, I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you again, Lord. Thank you for allowing me, even in, a, in my busy schedule, to make time for you because I will always make time for you, Jesus. Allow this 
episode to help someone who's going through a season in their life, to help someone that's feeling pressure, to help someone where the fire gets turned off, they're running away. No, help them stay put, stay patient, stay humbled in a season where the fire is turned on. Heavenly Father, that whoever will listen to this episode will be blessed. They will walk away thinking, Amen. Amen, Fabiola, because you have, I can hear God. God is using you to speak to me. Because your time right now, your season, that's not determined of who you are, that's not determined in your purpose and where you're heading. Right now, you know, when Paul and the disciples were in that ocean and God says, stay put, they didn't jump off the boat when it got tough. When the heat got turned on, when the waves started smashing against each other, they not for once did they think, right, it's time to jump because we're going to. Yes, they did think that. They did think it. But they knew to trust God because when you're with God, there is no weapon formed against you that shall prosper. So, Heavenly Father, I pray that whoever listens to you will be blessed with your word, Jesus. There will be light spoken into them there will be something that will go that's it this is the answer that i needed and i pray for everyone that's dealing that's going through a season that's dealing with depression that's dealing with anxiety that's dealing with rejection Lord. because it's not how you start your journey it's how you finish and you remain put when you pass that season that season that was there to try and break you And when you pass, just remember that God is with you in the start, in the middle, and at the end of your journey. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So, right, I want to look for chapter 3, verse chapter 3, verse 18. It says, I want to challenge you through this message to compare your life and ask yourself, what are the areas that I need to stand apart from the crowd? What are the areas that I need to be different from the people around me? In Daniel chapter three, we see some incredible resolve from men. You have a purpose in their hearts, not to defile themselves. And first of all, I want you to imagine you're there. Daniel verse 2, I want you to imagine that you're going to a huge event where all the governors are there, judges, the higher up people. So let's put it into perspective. You're going into work. You're going into a work meeting. And, you know, the biggest people are there, directors, GoFunders, you name it, volunteers. And they're all there. They were going to Babylon. And they were commanded to be present at the ceremony. And keep in mind that Babylon at this time has conquered much of the known world. The whole world was casting their eyes in this event. And then Daniel verse 4 to 5, we also learned that not only was there a huge event, there was a huge crowd, but there were musical. It was a huge orchestra were in place, ready to play. And let me ask you this question. Isn't interesting how many times instruments are listed in this chapter? This shows that music is really a powerful tool in the hand of God. Because music can change that pain. This is why I say to so many episodes, I keep elaborating in the fact that music, worshipping God, 
but make sure you're worshipping from the heart, not just singing the lyrics or saying, yes, I'm worshipping your words, God. I'm worshipping to you. But no, my question to you is, are you really worshipping? Are you really singing the words and meaning? Are you praising him to the point that you want to cry because you feel, you feel the healing? This shows that music is really a powerful tool in the hand of God. Music can be used to turn back demonic powers, as we see in the case of David when he was playing instruments when King Saul was tormented by the demons. Remember, remember that it was music who made the walls of Jericho fall down. This is why as the church worship should be something that is very important to us. Worship is powerful. It breaks the chains around you. Remember that we're in a spiritual battle every time, every season that we're with God. As a Christian, life is not easy. People say all Christians have everything and it's all beautiful. No, we go through the hardest hardship. Why? Because the devil is after us. And there is one way, and I've said it many times, and I'll continue to elaborate, to emphasize and go into the right word. Because when you worship, Worship has the ability to break down the walls in your life. Just how it breaks down the walls in Jericho, it will break the walls down in your life. Worshipping has the way of preparing you for the battle ahead. Worship strengthens us. It prepares us for the battles. It prepares us for the war. Now look at verse 8 in Daniel. Wherefore, deans came forward and accused the Jews. It was the prayers that saved them. In the first two chapters of Daniel, when the king had a vision, he had a dream and he called the called deans and he asked them to interpret his dreams and he was ready to kill them all until Daniel had the correct vision, the correct interpretation. And yet here the same guys are ready to betray him. In verse 8 and 9, it says, they spoke and said to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. O king has made a decree that every man shall hear the sound of the horn and all the other instruments shall fall down and worship the golden image. And who's fallen not down and worship that he should be cast into the midst of a burning fire. And this, this is one of the most, one of my favorite parts of Daniel chapter three. That they knew, they knew that if they didn't follow the crowd, they knew if they didn't do what the instructions were there, they were going to be punished. And even so, we see the free man in place of leadership in Babylon, a place of authority. Could you imagine you're in this huge event and you you didn't agree with what was going on, but you you want you want it to be cool, you want it to be cool part of the crowd to be fit in. No, in life, you have to be that weirdo. In life, you have to stand out. Because it's standing out and going for going against with what you believe can sometimes be a blessing. However, in this world, doing things, you know, sometimes at work I get invited, let's go have a drink. And I'm like, no, that's cool. I'm busy. And the reason I say that, because I don't want to be like the rest of them. I'm here to to serve God, to serve the Alpha and Omega. I'm not here to fit in, to be cool, to be part of a social norm, to be part of society, so I can put pop it on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, no. My purpose is to serve God, the King, 
the man who has created heaven and earth. Heaven and earth belongs to him. Yet there are people that choose the wrong path. There are people that still disobey. There are people that betrayed him. There are people who will go against his word. When God says, Holy Spirit says, go right, they go left. And then they wonder why life's not going the right way. So what I understand from these verses is that they Loki were jealous of the free man because, you know, they decided to say, no, we disagree with what's going on in this event. But everyone was scared. Everyone was shy. Everyone didn't want to stick up, put their hands up and say, no, we're, we're, we're different. But they were all jealous of them. They were jealous because inside they actually proud that someone said, right, this is all wrong. The power has now been reversed into a detention of this free man because they had the power over them. Because they were, God has given them a vision. God has given them the light. They already had power over them included in the previous chapters. The great envy of the faithfulness that these three men had in trusting God. And here they are betraying them. And how tragic is that those we help the most appreciated the least. I can relate this from past events. Nowadays, people, you know, you have a good heart because you're with God and you know God says forgive and we forgive. We forgive those that backstab us. We forgive those that bitch about us. We forgive those that, you know, you know, destroy our name. But how often does it come back to haunt us? Because, you know, we see them talking bad about us, but we forgive them because the Bible says forgive. But then here we are. You know, because we'll meet someone new and then we can, you know, remember all the things that we have gone through. And I know this message right now is speaking to someone. And this is, in fact, how sometimes we betray Jesus by not seeking him daily. The person who has done the most for us, the person who we should appreciate, the person who we should wake up each morning and seek him first thing before seeking validation from things of the world. The decisions that we make can sometimes hurt him by making mistakes and not allowing him to lead us can hurt our God. You know, in Timothy 2.12 says, if we endure, we would also reign with him. If we disown him, we will, he would also disown us. Jesus said, whoever confesses me before men, I would also confess them before my father who's in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny him before my father who is in heaven. So I want to ask you, I want you to ask yourself. When we are thrown in the heat of an awkward position, which side would you choose? Would you choose to be a Christian or would you or would you decide to follow the crowd? Prepare yourself for that decision, that awkward moment where you go, right, I do not agree with what you're doing right now. Even if it's your best friend, even if it's your husband, even if it's your church community, it's okay to disagree with the things that they're doing behind closed doors. It's okay to disagree with what's going on there. We go to church for God, not for the community. We go to church for God, not for that bowers of roof that are potentially there. 
And this is what happens because there are people going to church for the wrong reasons. They are going to church for for man. They are going to church for a wife. They are going to church for the community. This community has brought me friends. This community has brought me friendships. Let me stop you there. The reason why you should be going to church is for God. If church provide, if God provides your wife that you suddenly met at church, praise the Lord, give Him the glory. But there's so many people that go in there because they want a community of people. They want the friends. They want to post it on Instagram. They want to, you know, people to be. Oh, she's popular. We're not here. We're not here to fit in. We are here to stand out and be with God. So if you're right now, you're listening to this and you're like, right, I can hear what she's saying. I can feel that at one point I was going to church for the wrong reasons. Or I'm doing things in with the wrong set of mind and heart. Then step out of it. Step out of it. They had a choice. They had a choice. Shadrach, Mishka and Abednego had a choice. The free man had a choice. But they, will, they would rather die than worship someone that was not their idol. They would rather be burnt and die than stand out and follow the crowd. They were given a choice, a second chance to bow down or burn. And they said, look, we'd rather die. Because our help comes from the Lord. And isn't it just better to trust in him? Give God the will to lead you on. And in the verse with this as a serious peer pressure. This is why it's so crucial to be surrounded by Christian people that follow the Lord. Bring you closer to him. By Christian people, I mean Christians that put God first. Christians that are going to encourage you to be, to be better person. Christians that whenever you're, you're doing something, they will say, no, that's not right. Look at your heart. Are you doing it for the right reasons? Are you promoting a certain product or business for the right reasons? Or are you just using God to get to the top, to get financial, to have financial stability? It is time to rise the heat. Be different than the world around us. Just because the world says it's okay, it doesn't mean that it is. As a matter of fact, if the majority says it is, it probably isn't. And my best advice to you is to look what is happening around the world and to do the opposite. The world right now is angry, so be happy. The world right now has given up, so choose not to give up. The world right now is being evil, so choose God. Choose happiness. If someone around you at work, someone around you at school, someone around you in your life is being angry at you, change it. Change it for a positive. Give them love. We don't know the season that they're going through. We don't know how someone else has hurt them. And we're not called to show the world what it's doing. We are called to do what God wants us to do. And in the heat of the crowd, you have two choices. You either rise through the heat of the crowd or you can fall in the midst of the crowd. Which choice will you make? The choice is always our choices.
and it says in verse three to six, and it said, God's people must be courageous in the face of danger. So we must be prepared and ready for it. Luke 12, 4 says, be, be not afraid of them that kill the body, but rather they have no more that they can do to you. For I will tell you who should you fear. We should fear God. We should fear when God is angry again. That's who we should fear. Everything that's, you know, if your boss is angry at you, let it go. Pray about it. We shouldn't be fearing man. We should be fearing God. That's when the wrath will come on. The fire will get turned on. That's a different wrath. The furniture was an illustration what the heat of the crowd can do to them. Nothing. All those people looking at them, whether they bother or no, they remained boldly, proclaimed their faith in Jesus Christ. And it's amazing when people stand up to what they believe in. For example, we saw Moses leading a nation. Moses, Moses was just a normal man. He wasn't equipped. But God said, Moses, there is something within you that will help the nation. And there you go. So let's look at verse 28, where the king spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Mishka, and Abednego, who has sent his angels and delivered his servants, who trusted in him as they have frustrated the king's word and yielding their body that they shall not serve or worship any god except their own god. And as we close this question, this whole episode, my question to you is, who do you yield your body to, the crowd or to Christ? What heat will you yield to when the heat is turned up in your life? Would you run away from the heat because you've had enough? I used to be a quitter. Whenever, whenever there was a season in my life at the workplace or, you know, I didn't like, I wasn't getting it, I would be like, right, it's not for me. This job isn't for me. I was a lost soul. I used to bounce from one to another. But now, now God has said to me, you're not bouncing anymore. You're not bouncing anymore. You're going to stay put until you learn your lesson. And I've been put for a couple of years now. And I tell you, the lessons, the trials that I have learned, patience, tolerating people, because you'll meet throughout life, you'll meet different people that they might not like you because of the light that's in you. And because of that, they will, they will plot against you. They will get other people against you. So you have a little squad. But I tell you, when 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 you just stay put, that's when the blessings will come. Because God will say, you know, my daughter, you no matter what people are saying about you, no matter what, how you're feeling, no matter how uncomfortable it is, you're still put. Because you want to succeed. You want to pass that lesson. So would you run away or would you just stay there and learn the lesson? And this, this is where the, where the huge word faith comes. Faith under all circumstances, being true to God, no matter how difficult the pressure, the threats or punishment, knowing that God can deliver us from anything, but that we must be faithful whether he does or not. Always remember that your destiny is in God's hand. Be thankful that it is. But you're complete and put your complete and trust in him.
because he would deliver you. He would deliver you from the fire pit. He would deliver you in a season where you have no idea what's coming. You have no idea where the next season is. You have no idea if you're going to get that job. But know that you will get that job because God is a is a provider. God is a, he does whatever he says he does. And on that note, I just want to read you quickly um, Psalms 111. In praise of the Lord, praise the Lord with all my heart. I will thank the Lord in the assembly of his people. How wonderful are the things that the Lord does. All who are delighted with them want to understand them. All he does is full of honour and majesty. His righteousness is eternal. The Lord does not let us forget his wonderful actions. He is kind and merciful. He provides food for those who honour him. Amen. And he never forget his covenant. He has shown his power for his people, forgiving them the lands of foreigners. In all he does, he is faithful and just. All his commands are dependable. They last for all the time. They were given in truth and righteousness. He set his people free and made an internal covenant. Holy and mighty he is. The way to become wise is to honour the Lord. He gives a sound judgment to all who obey his commands. He is to be praised forever. Amen. So thank you so much for tuning in with me. And I hope that whatever the words that God has encouraged has used me to speak to you. Let it be known. Seek the kingdom of God because you will never regret it. It's when we seek kingdoms from what, you know, when we try and be cool, that's when we need to reevaluate our life because we're not here to be cool. We're not here to be to fit in. We're here to stand out. It's okay to be that weirdo. God, she's weird. Why is she not coming out with me? That's okay because my love and I, the only person that I care respects me and values me as a woman of Christ is God so when I'm doing everything with love for him and I'm obeying him and I'm choosing the right path that's cool I don't care what other people say I've lost so many friends because I'm not socializing and I'm not, I'm not going clubbing you know and some even Christian friends that you know they all they want to do is they, they want to socialize no that's not my life my life is for God. When I'm not working, I'm praising God. When I'm not praising God, I'm in the 11 p.m. prayers. I'm in the 5 a.m. Because I'm honouring him. That's my purpose, is to honour God. So thank you so much. I hope this episode blesses you. And I can't wait to continue with the different, different biblical characters so we can dive in and just great, like gain a better understanding what these characters are trying to do. Because it was so hard back then. And, you know, the world's broken right now. It needs people like you and me to change it. So thank you so much. And God bless you all.